0: Hello, my name is Steve Lally and I'm a storyteller and uh, I'm going to tell you a very special story from County Fermanagh. This story was originally collected by the American storyteller, Ruth Sawyer, and was passed on to me by my fellow storyteller friend, Doreen McBride. And I have done my own Halloween version of the story, especially for RT Junior. And it's the story of Wee Meg Barney Lake. Now, we made Barney leg. Let's just say she wasn't a very nice little girl. She was very spoiled. And she wouldn't do anything that her mother or her father would tell her to do. Oh my goodness. They'd ask her to do some washing up. She would not do it. They would ask her to clean her room. And she would not do it. They would ask her to eat her dinner. And she would not do it. Oh my goodness. They just didn't know what to do with wee Meg Barney Lake. Now her mother would take her to visit friends in the area. And um, when they'd see her coming, oh my goodness, they'd all run for their lives because of the terrible things that she would say and the things that she would do. And her mother was always embarrassed, but she just didn't know what to do with her. For example, when our mother would take her to visit some neighbors, she would say things like,
1: Do you see they still got those old torn curtains at the moment?
0: And then she'd say,
1: That chair still has a broken leg. And then she'd say, Their toys are all rubbish and cheap. And then she'd say, Ha, they have no sweets and I have lots.
0: And then she'd say,
1: <laughs> Look at their silly clothes, they're all tattered. And then she'd say, Look at that dinner, it's disgusting.
0: When Meg wasn't pestering the neighbours, she was pestering the animals. She took delight in pulling the cat's tail and whiskers, beating the poor dog with a stick and pulling feathers out of a hen or any chickens if she could find them. And she'd even pull the wings off flies. Oh, she was a terror and she had her mother mithered. Now, one Halloween, Meg's mammy took her trick or treating Long ago, they called it Going on the Pooka. Now, Meg was dressed as an angel, and we all know she was far from it. They visited different houses, and of course, Meg was very, very naughty. (coughs) Poor Meg's mother. She was so, so worried about bringing this little girl to people's houses, because she knew the way that she would behave. But she was a nice woman, and she wanted Meg to have a nice Halloween, even if it meant that it wasn't nice for other people. Well, they'd go and they'd knock on the doors looking for nice treats. And Meg would say things like,
1: Look at their rubbish costumes. And
0: then she'd say, Hi,
1: these sweets are right.
0: And then she'd say,
1: Don't give apples. I don't want apples. I want chocolate.
0: And then she'd say,
1: Look at those home decorations. They're so cheap.
0: And then she'd say...
1: Your mask isn't scary, but your face is.
0: (laughs) Meg's mother was so embarrassed and ashamed of Meg's behaviour that she told her they were going home early and she was getting no more treats. Well, of course, Meg was not happy with this, so she decided to run off. She ran down the road to a dark part of the street. There was just a wee street lamp. And there she saw some strange-looking little characters dressed in funny clothes. Even Meg thought their masks and costumes looked very real, like little elves and goblins. Meg watched the strange little creatures, and then she literally saw them disappear before her eyes into the shadows. But they left their trick-or-treat bags behind. As soon as they were out of sight, she ran over and looked into the bags. They were full of wonderful treats. Well, when she looked inside, Meg said,
1: Wow, look at all this stuff. Chocolate, toffee, buns, donuts, fancy sweets, lollipops, candy floss, crisps, popcorn and loads more.
0: She felt very hungry and devoured everything that she fancied. She threw the rest of the treats on the ground before stopping and thinking that maybe she had done something bad. But then again, Meg never thought she did anything bad. Then she turned around to go home, when all of a sudden she saw the group of wee creatures had appeared again and were standing there looking at her. Then, one of the strange little creatures said to Meg,
1: You are a bad one, Meg Barney Leg."
0: Then another one said,
1: We've been watching you.
0: And then another one said, You are a very nasty little girl. And another one said,
1: We are going to teach you a lesson.
0: And then Meg said back to them,
1: Really, get lost. I'm not scared of you.
0: The wee creatures clicked their fingers and Meg flew up into the air. Suddenly she was falling, 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 down, down, down to a dark black hole until she tumbled at the bottom of a pile of soft leaves. She looked around and found that she was in the heart of a fairy mound. A soft light shone from what looked like little glowworms hanging all around the walls and ceilings. The place was beautiful, but the floor was and covered in scraps of food. Meg looked around at the mess and said,
1: What's all that mess?
0: Then one of the fairies looked back at her and this is what he said.
1: That's all the food you've wasted in your life. Here's a rake. Brush it up. and eat it while you're hungry.
0: After she finished, she vowed she would never waste any food ever again. Then The fairies said to her,
1: We've got another wee job for you!
0: So the fairies took Meg to another underground room, and this room was cluttered with dirty torn dresses and lots of broken toys. Meg looked about her and kicked one of the toys and then she shouted,
1: What do you want me to do with this
0: Then one of the fairies looked at her and said,
1: are all your dirty clothes and broken toys. Wash and iron those clothes and mend the toys with the glue we left for you.
0: Poor Meg had no choice. She was trapped in the fairy mound and she worked and worked until she was exhausted. She mended all the torn clothes, then she ironed them and piled them up neatly. And then she got all the broken toys and fixed them with the glue that they had left her. It was a very, very hard job. But at last, Meg had finished, and the fairies took her to another large space filled with the ugliest plants she'd ever seen. There were thistles and thorns and nettles and, of course, lots of weeds. Well, every now and again, though, she saw a pretty flower. And then Meg said,
1: What's all that about?
0: Then one of the fairies said to her,
1: Those weeds are all the nasty words you ever said. You must pull them up and put them in the compost heap.
0: Then Meg shouted back,
1: I won't, I won't, I won't.
0: Immediately, three large, ugly weeds appeared at her feet. The fairy then looked at her and said,
1: You are shouting. You must learn to guard your tongue, or you'll never finish this task.
0: Meg looked around her. Had she really been that nasty, that all these weeds had grown from the terrible things that she had said? But then she noticed the pretty flowers, and she asked one of the fairies,
1: What are those pretty flowers?
0: The fairy replied to Meg,
1: Sometimes you made a mistake and said something pleasant, like you're telling your mother you love her. They're all the nice words you ever said.
0: Well, Meg felt very ashamed for the first time in her life. Had she really said so few nice words because there were so little flowers and had she been so nasty for there were so many weeds and thorns and thistles? Well, she got down on her knees and began weeding. It was a terrible job. Every time she said something nasty, an ugly weed appeared. And then, of course, once in a while, she would say something nice and a beautiful flower grew. At last she was finished. She looked around, and for the first time since she'd gone to live with the fairies, she felt happy. The room looked really pretty, with all those beautiful flowers. Well, she began to dance with joy. The fairies loved dancing, and when they saw Meg dancing and swaying like a flower, and pointing her toes so nicely, they clapped their hands and cheered. Then they said to Meg,
1: I "Would you like to come above ground tonight and dance with us by the light of the silver moon?
0: Meg was delighted and she said, I'd love to. That night, Meg danced with the fairy folk and had a lovely time.
2: Up the airy
1: mountain,
2: down the rushy plain, we don't go a hunting for fear of little men. We folk, good folk, trooping all together green jacket, red cap and white owl's feather turn along the rocky shore some make their home they live on crispy pancakes of yellow tight foam some in the reeds of Black Mountain Lake with frogs for their watchdogs all night awake by the craggy hillside through the mosses bare, they have planted thorn trees for pleasure here and there. Is any man as daring as dig them up in sight? He shall find their sharpest thorns in his bed at night. Up the airy mountain, down the rushy plain, we do not go a hunting for fear of little men. We folk, good folk. Trooping
0: all together Green jacket, red cap And white Afterwards, Meg said goodbye to the fairy folk And she went back home It felt like she'd been gone for days and days But she was only missing for a few minutes And when she got home Her parents were so worried That they were about to go out looking for her But they were amazed at the change in their daughter, at what a kind, sensitive and polite little girl she had become. And, of course, they were delighted. And that night, as the fireworks were going off, outside Meg could hear the fairy singing at her window. She looked out and they waved at her, wishing her a happy Halloween and
2: sang their special song to her once again. Up the airy
1: mountain, down the rushing plain
2: We don't go a-hunting, for fear of little men We folk, good folk, trooping all together Green jacket, red cap, and white house feather.
0: Halloween Night by Steve Lally. It's Halloween night, full of fun and fright. See the leaves blow on the roads and the ditches, like little swirling witches. It's Halloween night, Eha Hauna, the night of the Samhain. Look, there's a vampire and a scary clown. It's Halloween night, time to go trick or treat. Beware the werewolf. He too is looking for something nice to eat. It's Halloween night. Time to dress up and wear a disguise. Watch out for the phantoms with their glowing eyes. It's Halloween night and all is quiet. Not a single soul in sight. Boo! Said the ghost. As you scream with fright. Ha <laughs> ha